And welcome to yet another episode of Nitty's Knocker. You're here with your girl Nitty. And your boy Pretty Coney. And we went to church, if you couldn't tell. Uh. It got real lit. Man. On the show. And What's up with your boy uh Jesus Walks? <laughs> we'll get to Kanye in a second, but uh once again, like I said, welcome to the show. We are here on Nitty's Knocker via Q4 Radio. Where art matters, music matters, we matter. And we're going to have a really amazing show today. I do have a call in at 745 from a couple of artists from Detroit. I won't, I won't mention their names yet, but um, I met them when I was in Atlanta at the A3C Festival. And they were really good people, gave me real good vibes. And I cannot wait to talk to them about their new projects and everything that they have going on. And yes, that is a joint phone call. That will be happening. Surprise, surprise, mother think, effer. Yeah. <laughs> I was just watching Dexter the other day. I kind of miss Dokes. He's all dead and stuff, and now he's not on there anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, we're going to have a few songs that we play today. Today is just me and Coney in the studio, uh, which is cool. You know, it gives us time to be unicorns together and talk about our unicorn lifestyle and things of that sort. So... Like you were saying, this whole Kanye situation, um, it kind of shocked me today as well about the fact that um, he is, like, best friends with Donald Trump. And, like, what you first of all, what did you think about his pose for the picture? I felt like it was uh, Frank Ocean. A little bit too... Explain, explain. It was just too, too many angles to, like, his thought. Like, he was just like, I'm a get back at, like, Beyonce for uh, taking a picture with Mariah and shit. Well, I don't know. I just know that it was disturbing to know that Kanye is truly, like, I don't know what's going on with him. Like, I just want to pray for Kanye. I want Kanye to get it together. But him with Donald Trump, that picture just looked funny. It was like a, like, comic sketch almost because you, who would have thought, right? Yeah. It's like Bush don't like black people to Donald Trump's the <laughs> coolest man on the face of the planet. I mean, Donald Trump, he likes all races, but you just have to be like uppity and got money like to be in his like, you know, his class. Like he, he don't He's he, a classist, not a racist. Right, he had, you know, all the rappers back in the day. He had, you know, Mike Tyson and stuff, you know. Like what about Mike Tyson? I mean, he just had a whole bunch of, like, black people and, you know, around him who had, like, money and stuff, like. True. You're right. You're not even telling a lie. You're not telling a lie at all about that. But, I mean, that was still something shocking to wake up and, and experience. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet with 
with Donald Trump to talk about life. But it's just a stunt. It's it's just a cliche stunt that everybody, you know. I mean. But this is the thing. This is our president. You can't. You don't have to do stunts no more, bro. You the president. Ah, uh, y'all, y'all better uh, sing. My president is black. My Lambo blue. While y'all can. <laughs> we got like five more days of President Obama. <laughs> like, they just got to set riots all over the world. Like Obama matters. Obama's life matters. See, Obama is the type like Africans can't be in power. They want to always keep their you know their rule. Like with Hillary, he he didn't really want to leave power and let go. He was just like, no. <laughs> True, you're right. You're very right. I mean, I'm. Whatever happens, you know, I've already accepted the fact that stuff might go to the ugly way, but, I mean, I don't think I make enough money to where I'll be affected, so I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not tripping. I just need to, like, get a job that's not so close to the Trump Tower because <laughs> I work down the street from the Trump Tower, and, oh, man. you know, that that's enough in itself. But uh, if anybody ever wants to call in and talk to us, there is a phone number. Uh, I've never told you guys because I suck. But the phone number is 312-985-7834. Um, it's a Skype number. Uh, I'll be looking for those Skype call throughs if y'all like me or Coney. I don't know if you like Coney. I don't like Coney. I'm going to troll you if you call me. See, that's why I don't like Coney. <laughs> but I do want to play. Today I want to, like, chill a little bit. You know, I want to play some music that's real vibey. It's all underground artists, but they're, like, more of the, like, mainstream type of underground. If Did you, you catch chill? my drift. Um I was listening to this song by Timothy Bloom featuring uh, V from Empire. Mm. And the song is very, very heartwarming. It's called Till the End of Time. So I'm going to go ahead and turn my aux up for you guys, whichever aux it is. And uh, you'll be able to hear such a magical song that like makes me all sad and happy at the same time. <laughs> It'll be the best, right? I hope, no? this, I hope this music is not the type that have you, you know, on the floor vacuuming, you know, your, your apartment and drinking wine. Well, I don't think it's a vacuuming the floor. You might want to drink some wine. But, like, <laughs> dang, you didn't bring the wine today. All right, Coney, you I know, see you. You know what? I'm still hungover from the Bombay Boys last week. That it's it's all right, but we're going to go ahead and get into this next song, Till the End of Time by Timothy Bloom, featuring V, right here on Nitty Snacker. <laughs> Oh, if I should die tomorrow, oh, please let there, let there be light. No, no need for sorrow. Let's just make love until. Till the end of 
did that song make y'all feel? I am so, so feeling, like, in love because that song... Also, that song is real touchy. I'm going to just tell you that now. Um, the actual... The actual meaning of the song um, is about soul ties. So it's about how, you know, you sleep with somebody mm-hmm. and um, you get connected to them. So, like, basically they're talking about, so like, sleeping with each other unprotected, which is, you know, guys, don't do it unless you, you really feel in the person because um, that's how babies are made. That's how STDs are contracted. But, you know, you don't buy a shoe Tony. without trying it out. You Tony. Know. You got to put your foot then in. Then that's why you're burning. <laughs> We're not going to talk about you and your uh, body issues right now. We're going <laughs> to talk about how the song is so powerful about Soul Ties. So, I, okay, so you sleep with a girl. Mm-hmm. And she gets Do all I have crazy to go to sleep you. if we, you know, okay, doing okay. that? Okay, you know what? I'm not going to play with you. You with the girl for a night doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And a week later, she hitting you up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Coney, I miss you so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like everything was so everything. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like you've attached yourself to that person by loosely dropping your, your legacies inside of her? Um, I don't know. I feel like. Everybody has a contract, you know, like in the NBA, you have a 10-day a contract or like a minimum veterans contract, or you have, you know, like a, a mid-player contract. Can you elaborate? And uh, <laughs> each each contract has this term, and you just can't go over your term, you know? So certain times, like certain situations, you just don't want to outlive it, you know, your contract. You so know. basically, if a girl got attached to you, you would run the other way. Right. I, I, have, to, I have to pay her attention you know, in the same value that, you know, she's worth. Oh. So you asleep with a girl who's worthless without protection? <sighs> Nobody's <laughs> worthless. All you ladies out there, you made something for Coney. Well, at the end at of that. Pretty Coney. You know, we're not going to do this with you right now. <laughs> but, okay, so the thing is, soul ties are real. And the more you interact with somebody, you know, without your protection or whatever you want to call it yeah. it really attaches you because you're literally like you're you are like making something mixing or, like like body fluids and stuff so you are leave your legacy is going to be with that person for the rest of their life and vice versa there's always going to be a part of that person inside of you really? so the longer mm. that you're with somebody you know what i'm saying the more that person is 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 stuck inside of you whether you want it to be or not right. and you got to learn how to how to make that situation situation girl. work in your favor, you know? Because if you're not with somebody anymore, you have to learn how to not be with that person, you know? Because you're so used to, and now they are part of you regardless of what you want to believe. That's why soul ties are sickening, and you should always wrap it up. Yeah. I've been single for, like, <laughs> six years. Oh. Six years. Like I'm like, so sad for you. <laughs> like, me, like, you know, I know a lot of six-year-olds, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> like for real like i i act up on purpose like me like once once y'all the soul swapping starts you know happening i get to acting up messing up and then they you know they naturally just vibe off me like man he's just i'm not feeling him and it's just i don't have to do too much so you probably got about 10 to 15 children illegitimate right. illegitimate just- Right. You know, I, I don't have time for you. 
You really stress me out. I see. I come <laughs> in here to not be stressed, and you stress me out. So let me let me tell y'all about my my last couple days with my job. I'm not gonna tell y'all where I work because y'all don't need to know where I work right, because right, it's right. an embarrassment right, to myself. Right. It's fun sometimes, but most times it's an embarrassment. These mofo's. Every time I go in there, it's something new to be mad about. And I had a nervous breakdown at work yesterday, literally shaking and ready to punch walls and break stuff. I had to go home. I went home, and then I get my schedule today, and they wanted to give me two days Mm. for the whole week. They send you a message. And I say, really, two days? So then she gave me two days. Then she made me close one day and then come in six hours later in the morning. I say, so you really trying to play me? I'm on my way. I went to the job and right. got my schedule got my changed. Right. Plus more hours. Don't play with me, girl. Right, man. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Got rights. And they know that at my job now, but like, who wants to work a nine to five? There's a lot of jobs springing out here so you can be your own independent, you know, contractor job, you know, out there. You can look and it's unconventional but there's jobs out there for you can just you know do your own thing at your own pace you know you got the plug man i know everything like i've been i haven't <laughs> been working at nine to five since like 2014 man i've just been like I, postmates working for grubhub man moving companies doing Strip like club right mention <laughs> the women's club what do they call it for women the, like the, 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 i don't know it's like because it's a gentleman's club for like women to strip what mm-hmm. is it called for men the magic mike club right right the, uh i don't know man the deuce bigelow i'm uh, just saying i saw you coney and i was terrified you, you probably could have saw like i was terrified you in there doing the wrong thing <laughs> telling me you the janitor and you up there stripping <laughs> <laughs> i'm just messing with you but yeah like Nine to fives, I mean, not saying nine to five is in term of nine to five, but just like having a scheduled game. Yeah, man, I, I just can't. Like, I feel like once you conform to a schedule, you start becoming like in a box, you know, and I'm like a circle, you know. I just, oh, and I can't be in no. I'm a heart. I, I I'm a heart. Like, <laughs> right, you're and a heart. I'm a star also. I'm both shapes. Right, I'm together. just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm a circle that's keep on growing. I can't be in no box, man. Like, nah. So, just so y'all know, Coney said it here first. He cannot be in the box, so don't ever try to put Coney in the box or he will eat you. Right. Right? I can't have no no box uh, utensils, none of that. No box <laughs> plates, no box bed. I need, I can't. <laughs> well, in that case, I want to go ahead and get into more music y'all i'm feeling real sappy like i don't know like r&b just has this hold on me that no other genre of music can ever put on me you know and like i don't know i don't know if y'all gonna be mad at me for my music choice today but like i'm playing a few of my favorite like mildly underground artists and then i'm gonna play um, two songs from underground artists, one from my call-in and then one from a good friend of mine who has some really good music that he's been dropping lately. Um, so, like, I'm going to play Fantasy by Alina Baraz because it's, like, not a black person, but she cold like a black person. It hits my soul like black music would hit right, my right, soul. Right. So we're going to go ahead and play Fantasy by Alina Baraz. Awesome. 
wrong but i wasn't wrong so don't ask me any more may songs though. i probably can't say wait what's another i do know another one he it was like one of his newer ones i mean it's not that new but it was kind of new Mm-mm, i can't i can't think about it not right now <sighs> we need to have the uh the references uh guru right here no you don't know what's the may song did he make the breeze stretch shake let it go yeah, there it is. Wait, who made Breathe, Stretch, Shake, Let It Go? Breathe, Stretch, Shake, Let It Go. Was that him too? All right, don't, don't, okay. I, I might not be able to, yeah, whatever. But that song is also another favorite of mine. It's very chill, very relaxed. You guys are getting, like, my playlist. I know Chance just dropped a, like, comfort playlist for the bathtub. This is my my bathtub playlist, I guess. Even though I don't really, like take baths that often anymore because like it's a, like <laughs> if it's not at a hotel or a real real nice like tub I don't want to get in it like that I just want to take a 20 minute shower right, right, and right. keep it moving because if it's not a raw tub like you know you want to take a, a bath you want to look all cute with your candles and your foot hanging out the tub like on the movies but I don't think my tub look like that so I just be like I look ratchet I'm gonna not take <laughs> I'm not gonna take a bath right now You right. 
I don't even know if y'all heard Trap. Trap, I didn't even know you was going to be uh, talking for real because, you know, you jump in and out when you want to. But I'm going to turn your mic on. What's up, Trap? Now he can talk. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it was all, but it's okay because, you know, usually you just be here in the shadows, you know. Sometimes it's good to, like, talk when, you know, on mute, you know, to get your anger out and then unmute Ooh, it. I probably need to talk on mute all the time. <laughs> I am like Katie Kaboom, I swear, all the time. Everything just makes me so mad. But back to the Donald Trump thing. I know I'm kind of like jumping topics. We started off talking about Kanye and Donald. I know Kanye's probably doing it because he really wants to run for president. So uh, Donald Trump picked this lady from the WWE, like the ex-WWE CEO or something, to be his small business staff person or administrator. The WWE CEO, ex CEO, like he was on you know the shows. It's like favorites, like every favorite he has from every anybody in the past. He has debt. He's he like remember that? Remember that? Remember when I told you I was gonna pay you? But you know, got your back. Yeah, you could join me in the White House. Let's let's mess some stuff up. Let's get wild. Let's have a commas a WWE match every Sunday for the heck of it. That's the Like, when I saw that, I'm like, this man. And, like, one of the dudes had to remove himself because he was, like, super associated with the KKK or something like that. Mm. And the dude, like, literally was like, well, no, no, no. Not him. That's somebody else. He's still going to be in the office. But it's another dude who can't leave the country <laughs> because he's under review for some stuff. So he cannot leave. And he, he picked him to be Secretary of State. And Secretary oh of State God. has to leave the country all the time. Right. <laughs> Ugh, he's just this is just back to like the mafia feel. Like it don't feel like it's a mafia. It feels like danger. That's what it feels like. But danger. like I said, she if we the homies. Well, like I said, if we're on the low scale, you know, we good. Like unless we just start cashing out and they try to like come for our bread. Whatever, man. They're gonna make us only eat protein on link. It's not, no snacks. Oh, you know what? It's I, it's I, that is not the life for me, I promise you. Ooh. Actually, I like PB&J, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I can eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Do you eat grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Like, you know, you put the butter on the bread and then you, you know. Wait, grilled? Yes. Yeah, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, have you ever had a grilled cheese with sugar? Like sprinkled Cinnamon sugar on no, top? No, before, while you're cooking it, you put the sugar in it. Regular sugar. Oh. Just like sprinkle some on the bread on both sides. Yeah, I, I did that with, like, cinnamon sugar, you know, with the... Oh, my gosh. If you eat that, like, on the holidays with some eggnog or some, or spiked, like, uh, eggnog, like, with the rum in it. Me either. It's just the, the texture and the color just don't sit right with me. It don't, but with, with alcohol in it, it's, it's real good. Nah. It's like a milkshake. That just sounds like a bad night, you know. <laughs> but it's like a milkshake. It's not even, like, super grotesque and disgusting. I can't talk. Disgusting. It's actually really good. <laughs> but I don't think y'all y'all messing with me on, on that. Mm-mm. But, um... I mean, I'm still down to try it. Mm-mm. Okay, well, maybe I'll have an ugly Christmas sweater party and we can drink eggnog and eat grilled cheese. <laughs> because I'm really like, I used to eat them with my friend uh, Raven when we were in um, when we were in high school. I remember my sophomore year, went to her house in the Christmas season. We lived close to each other, so we would hang out. And she was like, Serenity, I know how to make these really good 
grilled cheese. And she was like a cheerleader and she was like real preppy and stuff. So she would get really excited to make grilled cheese. And I was like, yes, like, okay, I'm all with it. I tell you, that was the best grilled cheese I ever had in my life. I was like, Raven, you really have blessed me with with the gem. Like, I'm grateful for you for this one thing and one thing only. It was just the regular yellow cheese, I guess, Kraft. Is that the one in the commercials? It was whatever one was in the commercials. They had the expensive cheese. They had the 99-cent 16-slice. They had, like, the 249 16-slice cheese. But it was really good. So, like, that's like some holiday love. It made me just feel so high off of life. And and I was just so grateful to be eating grilled cheese in a big, warm house. Food will do that to you. What about you, Connie? What's your favorite holiday meal? Uh, it's I don't have no, like, holiday meal. Like, it's really a favorite. You know, I just, like... Eating for free, you know. <laughs> I, I just come with an appetite, you know, like your boy uh, D Rose did. Uh, Melo uh, Thanksgiving, he he was inv- he just invited himself to his house, and then see that's friend goals right there. Like. <laughs> and then the reporters asked him, "So, what are you gonna bring to the uh, to the uh, table?" He says, "There's an appetite." <laughs> I'm bringing the appetite. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else. You don't need to bring nothing else. But usually, you bring an appetite when you are like. Lift it, right? Regardless of whatever lifts you. It could be life. It could be tree. It could be whatever. Uh, you usually go lift it, right? And then, like, you just be so high and ready to just demolish some delicious food. So, in honor of demolishing delicious food, I'm going to play So High by Doja Cat. Because, for one, she is me. I am her. We are one and the same. Every time I watch her video, I'm like... I am Doja Cat, and Doja Cat is I. <laughs> and I sing the song, and I'm in the mirror doing the dance, and I wear my hair down and pull it up when she does. And, I, you know, I get into it. So if you're watching live, yeah, you're going to see me get into this song because this song means that much to me. But I'm going to go ahead and play So High right here on Nitty's Knocker, sponsored by Q4 Radio, all day, all day. Chuck. 
Now we both look Asian. He waving and I'm drunk. I got dang in my cup. You know what I'ma do to you? I could get real used to you. Blow we X and we sipping on that juicy juice. That's just what she choose to do. y'all i don't think my like editing hand was too good today last week uh eric from the bombay boys was like on point with muting out certain words in this song but i was over here like jamming too hard and i'm like damn yeah, we need to hire him we need to hire him to be our like we need some white people in here to manage us it's an in-house uh, <laughs> management to keep us on track because man we definitely don't be on track sometimes but it's okay because like that's just the fun of it right like we will get there Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not, you know. If we last long enough. If yeah. we, <laughs> I think we're going to be all right. I ain't wor- I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. But what were you saying about about Uzi? Man, your boy Uzi uh, got arrested for riding a dirt bike. And I just want to, I wonder what size dirt bike it was. It was like, he had been on one of those really, really small ones. You know, the ones, those annoying ones. You see them boys that be by the gas station, you know. With three people on their little little mini dirt bike, like true. <laughs> I don't know. We gotta find that out. You gotta do uh, that research. Well, we're definitely gonna find that out. I did mention that we're gonna play a very special song today by a friend of mine. Um, Ego has a new song that he's dropped. It's called "Who Is He," um, and I think I'm gonna. I think that's the music video they asked me to be in. Like, shout out to y'all for asking me to be like a reporter in y'all music video because it's about to be lit and I'm about to be cute. And yeah, I'm excited for that. So we're gonna go ahead and play "Who Is He" by Ego right here on Nitty's Knocker. This is the premiere of his new song. So I hope y'all like it. No, don't snap like that. <laughs> this not the snap. But we not. <laughs> This is not the time. I thought you was just going to cut it off, man. This ain't the time. I, no, don't do that no more. But like I said, we are here. We're going to check this song out right here on Nitty Snacker. <laughs> See, I do everything I want to do. Yeah. Hit everybody I want to hit. Go wherever I want to go. Yeah. Love. Love. You, you. Love. 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 Okay. One time for the city. Skip one time for my city. 
Cause they just eat the young as if it's lunchtime in the city Hold up, you don't rep the city, huh? Now you sounding really dumb Shorty from like Madison, baby You not from the city, ma Gang, I just sit back and watch everybody hate While the vultures coming through picking from everybody Play. Ain't no favorites, boy, I'm down to be like everybody great That's when everybody good, that's not everybody case I see money come and go, but look it go, I'm still a real Lost my chill, I still tell you how I feel Can't fuck with deals, keep your cars, I keep my cake And my bestie is the same, can't trust what everybody say Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocky Who is he? So Tony's, I don't really like designer shoes But I still buy designer just to say I got designer Dude, I ain't really that shallow dude Love bro told me stunt I buy whatever we want I done came up off a of front I am him for those who ask And mix talent with the passion My fashion is thrashing Glow be flashing It's tragic how women acting Like they been down for me They won't buy me dinner Other biddies fly to town for me Yeah, Mr. Eat, I getting biddies to bust When I'm on so we up around and hit your chick on the bus It's lit on the bus And I may hit your chick on the plane It's Mr. Hussein, the bomb We she give me a brain Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocky Who is he? I'm the one that been in everybody stuck I'm the one that stepped on everybody toes Hitting everybody chicks Rock with everybody pros Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocky Who is he? Loki, they should let me do ad libs on that joint. You right. feel me? Because right, right, that right, right. was hot. Shouts out to you, ego man. Like I am so proud of your growth. Like I don't think you understand, G. Like I've watched you since high school. You know what I'm saying? Like when everybody was doing their little thing, I've watched you, and I'm so proud of you, G. Thank y'all for sending that music in. Shouts out to your management. Uh, uh, the Jakar is like a really good friend of mine and he doing his thing getting everybody plugged up but uh, I think this is our call hello hey Nitty this is uh, Adonica or Notes hello Notes welcome to the show <laughs> hey so good to hear you is Jordan with you yeah I'm right here how's it going hello hello hey hey Guys, so these are the special guests that I was very silent about. I know you've probably seen my tweets and all that stuff about it, but as far as saying names, I like to keep that as a little surprise. But we are here with The Real Notes and Jordan Rivers. Come on now. Like, these guys are some of the most talented artists that I have met currently in my little life cycle. Um the real notes, Adonica, she's a photographer, and she's shot some amazing people. And Jordan is a recording artist who's also 
met millions, like a bunch of people. I'm saying millions of people because my brain just always thinks in the millions. <laughs> but like, he's met a number of people. Um, he's very progressive in his music. Um, but go ahead, introduce yourself. I'm sorry, guys. Like I've probably done all of it. But how are you? Oh, we great actually. Just been, um, you know, anticipating this interview. <laughs> oh, for We're real! Really excited for it. For real! Y'all excited to be on Nitty Snucker? It's a Nitty Snucker. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? What's going on with you guys? Well, um, first I I just like to thank you for you know inviting us to the show and everything. You know, no problem. Showing love and supporting what we do. You know, that's number one. Um. As far as new things coming up, I know that uh, me personally, uh, you know, um, I've been working on my project for a good year now, and it just recently dropped about a month or two months ago, mm-hmm. and it was called Freedom. The reviews are going crazy. It's, it's doing real good. You can find it exclusively on SoundCloud um, right now. I know Notes, she's been working with a lot of different artists that come to Atlanta, a lot of different people who come to the city and stuff, you know, because we uh, relocated recently. Right. You know, I'll let her explain a little more about the uh, things that she's been doing. Hold on. Yeah, um, since we moved to Atlanta, <laughs> when we um, first got down here, I was a photographer for A3C, which is a really good experience. Um, and I met a lot of dope people there, me and Jordan both. And, um, as far as like my background and everything, um, I've been using cameras since I was three, and I've how, always. How have you been using cameras since cameras. you were three? Like, what was your first like hand experience with the camera? Like, what did you do? Um, actually, it was when my um, little sister she was born, and I was like filming the, uh, you know, after she got here, I was filming my mom and her and my family and whatnot. But I have actual footage of me like asking my grandmother to use the camera. Oh. <laughs> so um, next year I'll be putting together like a mini documentary and dropping that so people will see that I've been about this life, you know, my whole life. <laughs> that's I'm what's up. To be behind the camera, so. That's what's up. Like, that's really cool to be able to recall something that early being your passion. I think, yeah. I think mine was, since I was born, my mom always called me a drama queen. So, like, I think I'm in the right field. <laughs> Just <Right. laughs> always crying or yelling or being expressive or something like that. <laughs> But that's what's yeah. up, like, you know, um, how was A3C for you, though? I know that uh, you said you got pulled on to, to take the photos. Um, how was A3C, and what type of, who did you get to meet, you know, what type of footage did you get? Um, it was great. It was really, really great. Um, I met, let's see, I met OJ the Juice Man. <laughs> that was exciting. True. Um, I met DJ also, and I also had a photo shoot with her, like, right um, after that. That was cool. She's, you know, out here doing a lot of work and whatnot. <clears throat> um, I was, mm, who else did I meet down there? I met a lot of people. Oh, I met Marissa. She's a really um, hot artist that's going to come up now down here in Atlanta. Her name is Marissa. She's real dope. Uh, so we'll be working together soon. Um, and as far as, as far as the work that you've done, um, like in Detroit, before you guys migrated, it sounds funny. Migrated to the south, <laughs> but what? What? Like who? Who have you shot for um, beforehand that that even got you noticed for something like A3C? Well, before we um, came down here to Atlanta, we were living in Florida, um, and we were going to Florida State University. So uh, down there, I had met Jamil. Um, he's 
party next door's manager and Drake's manager as well. So um, they're tour managers. So he um, got me and Jordan both on the party next door tour. And of course I took pictures and did video for that. And then also the G Easy tour uh, from the Bay to the Universe. <clears throat> I, met like really I met G Easy. I met G Easy before he was G Easy, if that makes sense. He did. He did like a pop up show at Leaders about five, six years ago, and like I ain't gonna lie, I was trying to get on. I was like, man, like he a cute white boy. I'm finna try to like date him, but he turned out to be a major creep like that same night. And I'm like, you know what? I just go, I'm just gonna listen to your music because it's nice. But he cool people. He has great music as well. Um, Jordan, um, how was the experience for you um, being on the PND tour? Well, it was a good experience because you know, uh, coming from Detroit and even Chicago, because it's you know similar places. It's just like uh, you don't really come up seeing that type of stuff happen. You know what I mean? Like right. having an opportunity to get on a tour, you know, be around the midst of people who are doing better or on another level. You know what I mean? Right. So, what so, got you, you know, started with your music? Oh man! So my older brother, he uh, went to Full Sail himself, and he was a singer. He used to make like some seriously cut stuff, man. Like he um, had a couple projects that he was uh, working on and stuff. And while he was working on them, he put me in the studio and had me engineering, mixing, you know, just uh, getting familiar with everything. Mm -hmm. So once I got older and I needed a coping mechanism to deal with, you know, puberty and crap and everything that goes on with that, I um, started doing poetry. I started writing. You know, once I got into high school, I was like 14 and I started taking it serious because of one of my homeboys. And um, when I took it serious, it's a crazy story because um, originally I wasn't even interested in, in it like that. But I was hit by a car when I was 14. Man, sorry I'm sorry that. to hear that. Oh, no, it was, it was, it was great. It was meant to happen. <laughs> well, that know? sounds crazy, but I feel you. Like, <laughs> it sounds nuts, but yeah. I feel you. Because <laughs> I wanted to play basketball originally. But, oh, okay. Um, so, like, once I was hit by a car, I felt like, you know, I wouldn't be able to play the way I used to. And it turned out that was true. Like, I can't play the way I used to. So I just sat in my room and wrote and wrote and wrote. And eventually I started feeling like I could probably change somebody's life with my music. True. You know what I mean? That's and what's up. I, like, yeah, I felt like that was more important than, you know, shooting a three or dunking on somebody. You know? <laughs> you yeah, know most definitely. So, I mean, definitely. if you ask me, basketball is cool, but I be watching it like, Yay! Oh, that's all I can say when I watch basketball. I don't even understand the, the context no, of anything else. Basketball is my favorite sport. I, I like love the way you dribble up down uh, the court. court. That yeah, playing, <laughs> that's about it for me. Is like like Mike or all them, you know, basketball. I mean, it's oh, fun. Man. I grew up on it, but that's like that's a beautiful thing to be able to to impact uh, people with your music and um, you know make a difference based on the situation that you were were you know destined for you know like that situation seems like like you said it was destined for to happen so that you can be someone uh, more productive for the community um, and I feel you know it's a, it's a, yeah it's like such a, a blessing to know people like that you know people who actually want to change yeah definitely it didn't happen overnight it's a, it's a gradual thing we're going to do a song together. We're going to do a song together, and then uh, me and Note's going to do, a, like, a dope fight. I really want to, like, get, in, like, in front of her camera for real and just, like, make some magic. I'm going to come visit y'all real soon. 
And we gonna have a party, and we gonna kick it, and we gonna party. <laughs> Thank you guys for calling me. You yeah, guys but the- we are like so grateful for you guys calling in today and and talking to us. This isn't the end, of course. Whenever I see y'all, it's gonna be you know powwow. We're gonna get some great things popping. Um, <clears throat> Donnell went ahead and sent me your song that we're gonna play. You yeah, want to yeah. go ahead and intro the song, and then we'll get off of the phone with you. I know it's sad to say goodbye. It's so hard, but, you know, we're going to listen to your song and be happy again. Oh, that's all good. All right. So, this, you know, this is Jordan River, and um, you're listening to So Long. Right here on Nitty Knocker. Thank you guys so much for calling in. Oh, no problem, man. Anytime. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. For sure.
how long have you been gone for, Coney? Man, I've been gone, man, since so far gone, man. For real, for real. Like, I've been, man, good times, good times. <laughs> that no. was a great song. Thank you so much, Notes and Jordan, the real Notes and Jordan River for calling in and blessing us with, with good energy, good spirits. You know, it's always really amazing to have people call in who have true passion and, and stories for why they do the things that they do. Uh doesn't do anything but push me to grind harder for my goals and aspirations. Right, Coney? For definitely. us to be unicorns. Right. You know, unison. The best unicorns we can possibly be. I think we have to join, like... A cult. No, no each oh, other, sorry. like... Fusion. A fusion like the fusion of Dragon Ball Z? Like the two headed horse. You know? Like the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance. <laughs> yeah. Do you, girl, you know, oh, if it was live, we have to do that. But not now. I don't know the whole thing. I got to watch it again. But <laughs> watch it a few times. We'll be ready. We'll get it. The fusion dance. <laughs> yeah, I like Dragon Ball fusion. Z. I like- <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we got a surprise caller. I met this guy a first time. Surprise caller? Who's yeah, the I met, surprise? I met him first time at uh, the uh, Harold Washington Center. It was like. Me and Kels, we had popped up, you know, because that's what we do. And then uh, Oreo was like, oh, yeah, this is 2008, right? Uh, he in 2008, too. He was like, nah, he kind of in. This is my guy Obama. He cool with us and stuff, you know. I wasn't really officially 2080s. <laughs> he just kind of ended up there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> my boy DJ Oreo, man, he he's, has a long history, resume, and he's calling in any second. We waiting for him. You know, black people. They take their time. <laughs> no, I'm just playing though, because he definitely called and I wasn't ready for him. So surprise, um, surprise, surprise, mother effer, French fries, mother effer. What's another one that he said? Did you see that meme? It was a uh, surprise, mother effer. Um, hot fries, mother effer. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember any of them. Cold fries. Oh, there's our call. Hello. What's good, bro? What's, what's hello, up? Hello, hello. Welcome to Nettie's Knocker. Introduce yourself, on? fam. Nothing, man. Just, just chilling, man. What's going on? Now Nothing we- much, man. We are on the line with DJ Oreo. If you guys don't know who DJ Oreo is, you're lame because everybody knows who DJ Oreo is. He is such an iconic DJ from the west side of Chicago. Uh, Glad to say that he's one of my homies. You know, I'm from the West Side, too. I don't know if I ever told you that. I'm from L-Town. You know, Madison and Laurel. All day. No. I lived down the street from Uncle Remus, so it was all good. Um, I just had Uncle Remus the other day. You living. That's lit because Uncle Remus is the one thing you eat. But like I was saying, you know, he, he went on tour with Chance the Rapper, and now he is doing his own thing. Go ahead and tell us a little bit more about what you got going for yourself. I mean, right now I'm on tour with Yachty, and that's pretty much filling up the calendar right now, so that's really what I'm doing. How does it feel to be with Yachty? I mean, it's cool. You know, it's it's, it's just, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's fun, in other words. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I know you can't spill the beans because there's no snitching over here. <laughs> I know, we, we're just going to keep it, we're going to keep it growing. Yeah, yeah, so how did you uh, end up with um, a chance to be his DJ? Um, basically, just right place, right time. He came to Chicago, and he needed a, he needed a DJ. You know, good friends with uh, the legendary Coach K. 
So we put we made we made sure that I got got in there at the right time. That's what's up, and you've been all over the world. What's the like best place that you visited? Because you've seen some places, man. Like, where should I go first on the trip out of the uh, country? It depends on what you like to do. Everything. Um, well, you know my personality. I'm very silly. I'm very like you know giddy and excited all the time. So what what do you think would be a good trip based on the places that you've been? You know that would be fun. Dopest festivals I mean, and stuff. Um, mm, that's a hard. Uh, New York. I like New York. I'm saying out of the country. Uh, out of the country, then Amsterdam. Ooh, I think I know why. <laughs> I mean, I don't smoke. But, oh. You know, like, like man, like it's just it's just a good it's just a good environment. Good people. It's real cool. It's real chill. What's the fashion like? Free. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a fashion thing. Like, well, I didn't notice it. I suck at fashion. I don't um, think so. You be fresh. I be seeing your little Facebook post. I'm like, look at Oreo, doing good. It, it, Oreo snaps is the funniest. It's like a monotonous type like theme song every day. Is, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, song. <laughs> it's probably going to be another one starting at like six a.m. because I'm got to go to the airport again in the morning. So how does it feel that, like, you know, your life has literally done, like, a, a complete turn? Like, you know, you're always gone, you know, you're not really with your family as much anymore. How does that affect you, you know, as a family man versus being a musician or an artist? I mean, you just got to, you know, traveling as much as I do, you just you just realize that there are some things in this world that are more, that are more important than, you know, being being a part of the inquiry all, all the time. True. Things that you once take for granted because these are the core things that help you become who you are. So, you know, like, you you begin to appreciate those things more. True, very true. I can definitely relate just from my, my baby traveling that I've done. I mean, I'm not like the superstar traveler or anything, but, you know, sometimes I get homesick. And, um, you know, I can only imagine how it feels to be gone constantly uh, away from the ones you love. But, I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, you're, you're doing something very great for the for the culture, especially for Chicago's culture and the, you know, the scene that we're trying to introduce people to uh, against the Chirac thing, you know? Right. So I'm very, very blessed. First of all, I'm, I'm blessed that I know you. I've been saying I'm blessed a lot, and I really have to realize, you know, we all have to realize that it, we are all blessed in this world we live in. But to have friends, you know, the connections that we have and know the people that we know, it's a real good feeling to know that. Definitely. If I wanted to go kick it with, with Yachty's DJ, I could call and be like, hey, what you doing? Let's kick it. You right, know, right. like, that's a great feeling. Even though I don't, I'm sorry, G. I'm going to call you more often. <laughs> I don't be calling oh. nobody. <laughs> I'll be in the crib. But um, is there anything else you want? Any any knowledge you want to drop? Any gems you want to give to people who want to do what you're doing? Um, honestly, uh, you just can't be lazy out here, man. You got you to gotta be able to go get it. But, you know, you got to have a plan. Everything has a plan. Like, if you wing it, you got to be the alternate winger. But, like, you know, like, it's, it's put up and shut up at all times. I can't believe this is not one. The ultimate winger. Right, DJ Arya himself calling in. And we appreciate you, bro, for, you know, taking the time. You know, from your your beauty sleep. Right. You know, you know, you need that. All that traveling <laughs> you're doing, you got to look good for the cameras. 
Bro, I ain't gonna lie with mine off the microphone, y'all call. Right before I call. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I mean, get I, your I, rest. I get your rest when you need it, man. But um, very, very grateful for your call in today. Feels good to have people supporting uh, the new radio show that, um, you know, I have going on here. I'm so glad that Coney's my, my partner in crime, my unicorn partner. Right. You know, yeah. we are unicorns and we... we Crap pebbles of of Manitores. fruities. We crap fruities because everybody loves fruities, right? <laughs> the pink lemonade ones. Just so y'all know, I like pink lemonade fruities. Y'all can send them to me. I'll make a PO box for them. Like for real, I like fruities a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, once again, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, it's always good to hear your voice. I'll oh, I'll do oh, better to be a better friend to you. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, see you later. All right. So, yeah, that was DJ Oreo. We all know him and love him uh, very well. Like I said, he said you can't be lazy. If you got goals and aspirations out here, make sure that you are working towards them 100%, 150%, because nobody's going get it, to get it out here for you. You know, a lot of people want to think that people get handouts and that, you know, it's easy to get where they are. No, these people work their butts off, and I've witnessed Everybody in Chicago that's on right now, I have witnessed personally how they didn't sleep, slept on couches, did whatever they had to do to get to the next level. And it's good to to hear them call in and be like, yeah, you know, it ain't nothing. Right, right, right. I'm the DJ for Yachty. It ain't nothing. (laughs) It ain't nothing. (laughs) Just another gig. That's the the life we are looking for. DJ went Yachty. I, I wanted to ask him what's the craziest Oreo he's been in. Like, but, <laughs> but you know, you, you just don't want to snitch. You know, you just don't want to do that. You're right. Um, and I know I've been playing like real sappy crap for the whole show. Um, not bad sappy, but good sappy. Y'all know, y'all know, it's good sappy. But um, I was in the store the other day and I heard a song from my childhood that made me real happy. Um, not not super childhood, but kind of childhood. And it's called "We Got a Love Thing" by CC Peniston. And we're going to end this show on a very, very happy note. Once again, thank y'all so much for joining us on Nitty's Knocker. It's me, Nitty, as always. And then it's your man. Pretty Coney. And um, you can reach us. You can talk to us via nittysknocker.com. Not me. Leave us comments, nigga. Yes. <laughs> Leave us comments, concerns, requests, whatever you got for us. We are ready for you. Send it in. And we will have the time of our lives. So until then... Let's spread love. And end the show on a very happy note. This is We Got a Love Thing by CeCe Peniston right here on Nitty's Knocker. Peace, love, and happiness.